21 minutes, three beers. <laughs> 21 minutes. Minimum. Three drinks minimum. 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 Three beers. Minimum. Three drink minimum. 21 minutes, three beers. Three drink minimum. Three drink minimum. 21 minutes, three beers. Okay. Wait. Oh, Barks. yeah, I get some Barks root beer. Got it. Yeah. Root beer. Makes that makes sense. sense. How old are you, Chris? I'm 18. 18. Three more years. Uh-huh. Ah, welcome to Three Drink Minimum. Yes, I'm yes. the only podcast that makes you sound drunk just by saying the name correctly. Do it again, Chris. Oh, okay. Mike suck. Welcome to Three Drink Minimum, the podcast that makes you sound drunk just by saying the name correctly. Dad is out of commission currently, out of order, so he can't do the intro. And let's see, all of our handles are at Three Drink Minimum. So mm-hmm. it's Twitter at Three Drink Minimum. Do we have an Instagram, right? Yes, Instagram at Three Instagram. Drink Minimum. Right, do you ever? You? I'm Chris. Who's sitting across from you? Eric. Eric is the host. That's what you're just, uh, And Chris goes, right. I don't know how to do intros. All right. I'm just way low budget here today. You are, dude. But kind of a piece of shit today. It's three drink minimum. I'm Uncle Don. And sitting across from me is your host, Eric Badgley. Eric, howdy, howdy. what's up today? Um, well, I just want you to know that sweat is the cologne of success. Really? That's what my beer butt cap says. That's, that's pretty cool. Yep. That's like Snapple, but for um, adults. I would bet you anything. Bill Gates has probably not dropped a, you know, a, a bit of sweat in his life, but or Mark Zuckerberg, or you know, but you get it. Um, no, I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. I think he's a sneaky son of a bitch. But anyway, oh, they got uh, that new Facebook portal. No, I don't trust Mark Zuckerberg as far as I can throw him. There's one guy that I really, really trust that actually is. Let me guess, Elon Musk? Yes. Elon Musk is the only guy that I trust that actually cares about humanity. I truly believe. I don't think Mark Zuckerberg. Did you see what Mark Zuckerberg said? He said, what's best for, like, what's best for humans or what's best for our country is not necessarily best for Facebook. Some shit like that. I, I, I don't quote me on that exact quote, but he, it was You say he doesn't care about, you know, humans and stuff like that. Have you seen his VR, the Facebook VR thing? Mm-mm. Where he went to the, oh some I think it was a Middle Eastern country I'm not sure uh, that was being flooded and they were showing off the Facebook VR and he's like let's go there there's a flood happening and he's looking around at this flood and goes wow this place really sucks I wouldn't want to be here right now yeah he, I don't well he's not uh, wrong did you see though and uh, the Google CEO at the uh, you know he was you know doing his thing with Congress and shit and they're asking him. Like about the iPhone, why is why can my granddaughter see this? He's like, we're Google, we don't make iPhones. <laughs> now, did you see the guy in the background? Yeah, laughing. No, Mister Moneybags from Monopoly. Oh no, the guy had snuck in a top hat and a mustache, <laughs> and he's sitting back there making faces back behind the guy's head. And then a little bit later, he ducks down and he comes back up, and he's got mustache that's like four times the size of the original mustache. And then he has his monocle in, so he reaches down, grabs his first mustache, and puts it on his monocle. <laughs> and he was back there just gaming no, up. I didn't even was, notice Yeah, that. go back and watch. That's yeah. funny. Uncle Moneybags at Congress. I guess he goes in every once in a while, and he'll, he'll go in. Sometimes they allow him in dressed his money bags but this time he he snuck the gear in and put it on while he was sitting back there behind uh on a on a different note though don't you think it's kind of sad that the people asking these questions and making these types of decisions are that ignorant to technology i'm gonna come out and say it they're morons yeah no need to beat around the bush there like what if we just had a bunch of like you know super techie people to ask these questions yeah 
That'd be better. But uh, anyway, are, no, are you saying Elon Musk for president? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Last week we had a silly Kanye West for president. We were supposed to come up with some jokes. Do you want to do that in this episode or want to do that next episode? Dude, I don't care. However you want to do it. I'll let you decide. I'm asking you as the host, which would you prefer? Um, Let's do it in last call because this is going to come out Monday and I have a very good feeling this episode is not going to be very highly rated. But when last call comes out on the Thursday – I think you know people are going to be back at work. Set me, but people are going to be back at work. They'll listen. Okay, you think oh, yeah, nobody's Christmas. listening on Christmas? Yeah, gotcha. I would bet anything they're not. <laughs> All right, well, maybe on their unless trip they to got see unless family. they just fucking hate their family and they're like, ah, oh, fuck this, I'm listening to this. But um, I doubt they're going to listen to us. I say we put on our our Twitter feed when we launch it. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, so what, what, Chris, you had something you wanted to talk about, yeah, uh, about dingoloids or something? Deloids. Uh, I learned about it just recently, uh, through a good old video. Um, they're a type of... I need to crack one open, sorry. Uh, they're a type of microorganism. Uh, have you heard of the water bears? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they're almost indestructible? Tardigrades. Sure. These are a water step up. Are, water bears are actually tardigrades. Yeah, of oh, course. Okay. Of course. Not uh, water bears. Come on. Don't use a colloquial term. Of course. Uh, the deloids, they are like a step up. They can have their DNA shredded due to drying out or radiation damage, and they can put it back together. And so – and they'll actually take DNA from other things such as fungi, plants, or other animals and use it as their own and change their genes. Um, so are you saying that there's like a super creature – well, uh, yeah. Actually, the water bear, uh, the majority of the water bear's DNA is foreign. It is not yeah. natural to the the host. Yes. The only difference between them and the deloids is that the deloids, if broken apart and stuff, they can put it back together properly without any mutations. Right. Of course. <laughs> the deloids. Well, you know, if I know our audience. I've got my finger on the pulse of our audience, and I'm going to tell you right now, they are fascinated by deloids. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, hashtag deloids. Hashtag three drink deloids. minimum. Um, and tell your best deloids story. <laughs> tell me about your first interaction with the old Dells. Yeah. Tell, tell us the best. The Dells. <laughs> tell us the best 240 character story about meeting a deloid in real life. Yeah. You know, maybe you went to the supermarket to pick up some chicken, and there was one laying in the. Um, the the chicken section, and he popped out, and he was like, "Hey!" And you were like, "Hey!" And he was like, uh, "How you doing?" You're like, "Yo, good. What are you?" He goes, "Oh, well, I'm old Deloid. Um, we're actually a creature that can, you know, basically could be completely fucked up, and we just rebuild." And you're like, "Oh, word!" And they're like, "Word." So then you're just like, "Okay, that's cool. Um, have a good day, Deloid." He goes, "Hey, just call me old Del." Fascinating. Uh. Speaking of Christmas, by the way, people not listening on Christmas, guy Christmas Merry gifts. Christmas. Did I get a Christmas gift? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I got a new pistol. Oh. Because we live in a cool state where I can have one. Wait, without being Tell us about arrested. your pistol. Yeah, tell us about it. Uh, I like it. It's a Taurus G2C. Um... I haven't got to play with it yet. Uh, I'm off all next week, so I'm going to go shoot a little, you know, put some rounds through it, get some ammo, get a holster, you know, so I can carry. 
What size rounds? Um, nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. Okay. Um, I had something I wanted to talk about. Uh, did you guys see the? This guy was on Joe Rogan's podcast yesterday, and I remember seeing this headline of this story, but I completely forgot about it till he was on. He's a comedian. Uh, I think his name is uh, Nimish Patel, something like that. He got taken uh, off stage at, the at Columbia. Yep. And um, we talked about that last week. Well, we didn't talk about that specific incident, but we talked about that type of yeah. Was it for being too offensive or? Here's the joke. He said it, and you know it's out. So, and it's not like anybody's listening. Um, it's not like you're taking credit for the joke. Yeah. Um, the joke is, uh, effect. You know, basically, it's just being. He knows that being gay is for sure not a choice, and he said that because there's black gay people. And nobody is choosing, you know, to be two minorities. He's like, you know, basically he's like, no black guy's like, you know what, this black shit, way too easy. I'm going to be gay. Uh, you know, that, that, that's his joke. Okay, so in other words, he went to a, quote, safe space known as a college and decided to tell a joke and got kicked off. Well, the crazy part is the next part of the joke was a little bit more offensive. He said, the only person that might choose every day not to be gay is Mike Pence, because anybody that hates gays that much is definitely probably gay. And, you know, so you think that joke, he said that joke actually did well, but there was a girl in the crowd, this was right after that joke, there was a girl in the crowd, he was doing some crowd work, and the the people that, you know, put on this show and invited him come on stage and tell him that, you know, there's been a change of plans, he's done. And they first originally tried to bullshit him, and tell him that the tech guy has to leave. He's like, well, I'm a comedian. I don't have pyro and shit. You know, fuck that tech guy. I don't need him. And uh, then he's like, did I say something offensive or is somebody offended or something? And uh, the lady goes, well, we just don't, you know, we think that it was disrespectful. And he goes, or no, he said, "Am I? did I make somebody uncomfortable or something? And then one of the girls goes, well, there's a difference between uncomfortable and disrespectful. He's like, I'm not disrespectful. What the fuck? And like, you know. Essentially, that's the whole story, but why, why are you looking at me like that? Nope, it just is, I'm because, because I think I'm getting sick and I have no, I'm just staring at you. I'm sorry. What do you think about that, Chris? Do you think it's silly or do you think? Oh, I feel like society as a whole has become a lot more sensitive, especially if you look at uh, politics in England with, you know, the fact that you can get arrested over a simple joke and there it's usually it's pretty easy to tell if a comedian's actually being racist or sexist or something like that and telling a joke well in canada too you can be arrested for like you know saying certain things like so why we have one of the grip arguably i would say actually i would not even arguably the most valuable and awesome thing about the united states is we do have the right it is a right to say whatever we want but you we're know? giving a good portion of our country are giving that up willingly. Yeah, and that's the fucked up thing. It's like, why are we? Why are you guys so willing to give this away? This and is something that's so that's hard to we find in this on. world. And the yes, thing, the thing about comedians, it's kind of there's a lot of theories of why a joke makes you laugh, and one of those things is it, it surprises you, it shocks you, and there's a certain uh, boundary pushing that is required to elicit that shock response of involuntary laughter and if you're going to cut out uh, a comedian's ability to elicit that shock response because he might offend somebody now if he's just up there 
shouting profanity, there's no joke there. Obviously, there's no joke there. But if it's in the context of a joke, yeah, it's eliciting. You can't. We're we're allowing the person that used to be just the heckler. I don't like it. Yeah. To determine what the rest of the crowd can listen to. Like imagine this. Imagine Kinnison in today's day. Oh, wouldn't make it. No. Fuck no. He he never. He would have. He would have. After his first few open mics, it had been done. Actually, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, because that same the same guy that got kicked off the stage, he said so many people were telling him like, you know, dude, I don't know what happened. He said he had to go do another show at another college. That's like a forty minute drive. People from the Columbia show drove there and came up to him and apologized. And he said, "That's when I realized this is a minority. Uh-huh. It's the minority. It's a vocal minority that is speaking for the majority. But the majority won't say shit about it." Uh-huh. We've been convinced that um, they can speak for you. That- and if you speak out against them, it's wrong. And the the craziest thing about it is the next day he was going to Atlantic City. He was going to open up for Aziz Ansari. And uh, he said Aziz said like <coughs> the craziest thing about it is that people came up to him and was like, I'm so sorry. Because basically when you think about – you know, it just become the norm. Yeah, for people to get so freaked out. I feel that just like people age and the humor that makes them laugh as they get older changes and becomes more mature jokes rather than just simple jokes when you're a child. I feel like society did that too. Like Seinfeld, I'm sure for the older generation would be hilarious, but to like our generation, he's not funny. I hate Jerry Seinfeld. And so we have more you know, offensive and vulgar comedians that we do find funny, but we're trying, you know, the minority is trying to make us backtrack that with, you know, the censorship. Yeah, man. We had our share of vulgar comedians. That's, that's you know, who I wish could be around to see this. And I mean, he was, he just died a year ago, but like, especially with things like this happening now, Ralphie may, Mm -hmm. that was one of the most unfiltered. Don't give a fuck dudes. Like, God, I was watching one of his specials today when I got home from work. I was dying laughing. But um, another thing I wanted to talk about was um, ah fuck, I can't talk about this yet. Man, we're I gotta get Brian on. I gotta I gotta text Brian after this show, okay. and I gotta get him on. I want to talk about this bump stock band because I don't know enough about it, and I'm sure neither of you guys know too bump much. Stock band? Yeah, yeah. I know oh, something about it. I, I, know, I, know, that, I know. I know that you can uh, make one yourself, uh, essentially for almost nothing with a belt. Well, I, I want to talk to him about, like you know, uh, you know, basically what it does. I know what it does and stuff, you know. But um, I want to talk about, like you know, the effects that this type of stuff is going to have on like his business and uh, yeah, know, that'd be an like interesting that. conversation. So if you don't have that, I got I got one for you. Yeah, give me something. All right. I was reading the news today, and I come across this headline. All right. Uh, this is where we should put our uh, trigger uh, warning. Trigger warning, uh, Because this just happened. It, it was an autistic man died. So if that's going to upset you, uh, hashtag cancel three drink minimum. Missing cruise ship passenger may have been under the mistaken assumption that he was going swimming. That was the headline. Uh, turns out this guy who is autistic, was uh, on the Carnival Cruise Line. And he went over the railing on the deck and 
he may have done though done that because he thought he was going swimming. Anyway, they found out he was missing, and they started trying to figure. After a few hours, they started trying to figure out where he went, and they realized, oh, they I guess cameras or something. They tracked him where he jumped off the railing, and into the ocean, and uh, of course they can't find him. He's presumed dead because he's out in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. It's the headline that I have a problem with. The family says that the missing cruise ship passenger may have been under the mistaken assumption that he was going swimming. He wasn't mistaken. He was going swimming. Yeah, what do you mean, mistaken? If he landed in the ocean, he swam. Yeah. They're under the mistaken assumption that he wasn't going swimming. Yeah. But he wasn't under any mistaken assumption of what he was going to do. So did they ever find his body or anything? Not yet. I mean, this just happened. They're not going to find it. I would say, speaking of really... Silly news articles. Um, there's a Missouri man who poached 700 oh, oh, deer. God. That guy who, oh, yeah, a lot of deer. Uh, he, the judge ruled that he, while behind bars, must watch Bambi monthly. He's got to watch Bambi? Every month. Monthly. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's a sense of humor. And for our Texas listeners and our few Tennessee listeners and things like that, this happened. I'm sure you guys seen the, the story. Um, God, uh, the fighter and the kid was talking about today. That's one of the biggest. Did they talk bu- about it? Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it's getting some buzz. Well, um, it, it was ungodly the amount of deer he yeah, had, and it was it was trending on Twitter. One of those things. But uh, for our listeners that aren't from our area, this happened what a fifteen miles. Yeah, it was real us? close to us. I mean, um, how, how many deer did he have? Did it say over a hundred? Like yeah, several hundred, and there yeah, were several hundred bucks. And they just cut the head yeah, off and, the head let, off and let, let, the, the bodies rot. let the bodies rot. Oh, he didn't have them from he didn't save meat no he cut the heads off and yep. let the bodies rot that's one of them, that's the most fucked up part yeah okay i have that no is, sim- i have no sympathy for him then that is thousands thousands of pounds of meat i i thought he was like some crazy guy stockpiling yeah, stock, meat yeah no 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 it was just for the heads and they were trophy bucks and that fucks up hunters in our area so like next year i'm going out hunting with my father-in-law and my brother-in-law and you know, we're all going out hunting and shit. And there's not as many trophy bucks that yeah, are and there it's for like, you to get. Man, why did you do that? That that fucks so many of us. Because where they killed all these deer, that's places that we're going to be hunting and stuff. And one, it's just disturbing that they would leave all that meat like that. Okay. So the judge is going to make him watch Bambi. Bambi. Once a month during a month. his sentence. All right. So what, what can we do for other crimes uh, that would be similar to that? I Ooh. What would you do for Chris Watts? Chris Chris Watts. What do you do? Uh, the guy that killed his pregnant wife and his two oh, girls. You, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Chris Watts. What would you make him watch? Um, Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. What was the uh, – what was that Steve Martin one about the family? Cheaper by the dozen? Par- Parenthood. Oh, <laughs> Watch, make him watch Parenthood. Fucking <laughs> All in the Family. <laughs> the Brady Bunch. Uh, that guy, dude, I've went down rabbit hole with that guy. That's why I just thought about it. Because me and Kendra, like, all right, so when Kendra okay, gets home. Okay, your wife is pregnant. Do I have to worry? No. God, okay. fuck, that's awful. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying you're, you're like, I went down a rabbit hole on this guy who killed his. <laughs> no, like, okay, so what happens is I get home about an hour before my wife. I go take a shower, come out, clean up a little bit, and I sit down and I watch YouTube videos. Well, now, is this before you braid your hair into pigtails? Uh, after. 
motherfucker. You jackass. So um, I I stumble across like the like a, a Chris Watts video of him when the police first showed up body cam footage. And I was like, how fucking stupid. Like, uh, well, I guess not how fucking stupid because they knew right away the detectives that it was him because they saw like when I watch this, what the most disturbing thing was is that he was so calm. And I was like, man, if that was my wife and my children, mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, uh, I'm going to get my gun. Cops, you guys coming with me? I'm going to find a motherfucker right now. Like, mm-hmm. like, and then like, we, then he confessed to his dad that he killed his wife. But then he said, well, she was beating the kids and I and choking them uh, like unconscious, and I just had to stop. When he, no, that wasn't the case either. He was having an affair. She was going to leave and take the kids, and he killed – like how could you kill your own children? You're a monster. When they're that young too. There are actually – there are people out there who are monsters. But one thing that did make me happy was that just for the unborn child, she was only like 15 weeks pregnant or something. But they gave – well, he obviously got a life sentence and shit, but he got 48 years alone just for the death of the unborn baby. Bang. Oh, here's the problem I have with that. He gets to live? Yeah, well, that was part of the plea deal is the death penalty off the table. Hmm. We have a fucked up judicial system. It's corrupt. It's fucked. It makes zero sense. It's outdated. I, I'm sorry, but, you know, hey, if there's ever thinks, if there's ever a time for public execution. Life would be better if we lived like 150 years ago. And this guy in prison. Well, no, life would be better 150 years ago because people shit in buckets. Yeah. But... <laughs> You get it. it. Back in the day, it would be like, okay, this t- getting taken care of. I would love to watch. Like, I would pay like pay per view like hundred dollars to watch like a public torturing of him. I wouldn't. Oh, I would. Nope, I would get no enjoyment out of that. But I do believe that some people deserve not to exist. But uh, there's this guy that went to prison who uh, what used to be in prison, and he's a YouTuber now, and he like you know he does prison vi- like you know. You know, there's always interesting questions you ask people that went to prison. Well, what happens with this? Yeah, like, you know, what happens when this happens? Someone asked him, and he's a super popular YouTuber. I had no idea. Um, what's going to happen to Chris Watts in jail? He said – He's not making it. He said, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's not going to live long. But the problem is they have him in solitary and guarded all the time. He said it might be tomorrow. It could be 20 years from now. But eventually – what's going what's gonna to happen is either somebody's going to pay off a guard. Somebody's going to do something. He said in prison – you can always find a way to do anything, and somebody's going to find a way to kill him. And you know what? Twenty years from now, when this, you know, it could be twenty years from now, they're going to put him in general popula- population. People don't forget; they're going to know who you are, and they're going to kill you. He said he's yep. going to die in prison. It'll come out; they'll by say murder. It'll be around the word. Will be around. What's he? What this new guy who finally gets to come out and hang out with us? Who? What's his story? And that second that story gets told, somebody's going to say, that, "All right." That that's justifiable homi- that's justifiable homicide, and I kind of I'm in prison because I like doing that. <laughs> How many guards do you think are like? Listen, I know this guy's a cocksucker too. I want him dead. Um, I'm going to accidentally open the wrong door. Accidentally, a- absolutely open the wrong door. zero guards would do that on the record. On the record, yeah, on the record. Um, <clears throat> what's crazy about that whole thing, though, like this whole prison thing, is that you know why are you here? Uh, I was putting heroin in my community every day for 20 years. Why are you here? Um, I killed a rival gang member. Why are you here? Uh, drunk driving and killed somebody. Why are you here? Uh, I killed my wife and my kids. Oh, let's all kill this motherfucker now. Like, 
there's a there's definitely a pecking order. Yeah. Yeah. You touch a kid or something, you are dead. Mm-hmm. You kill a kid, fuck a kid, pee well, pee a kid. If you think about it, a lot of the people that are in prison had fucked up childhoods. Well, what's odd and is so that- if they hear about somebody doing something to a kid, they it reflects them back on their own childhood. It's just it, I just find humor in the irony of prisoners taking the moral high ground on things. You know, hey, there 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 are gradations. Yes, sir. I want to end this off on a happy note. Uh, a Quebec play about a man and his penis was fined five hundred dollars over fake cigarettes. Do what? <laughs> a Quebec what? theater. <laughs> The actor smoked a fake cigarette while having an argument with a woman in a giant penis suit. <laughs> and and he got fined. Fined five hundred dollars. Five hundred. No, is that Canadian dollars? I'm uh, assuming. Quebec. Yeah. So you know, let that be a lesson to everybody out there, all the listeners. Um, if you're gonna argue with a giant penis, um, smoke a real cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right. Any last words? That? Got any last words? Uh, I don't really have any last words, but my last words are be proud of doing it your own way. That's another saying on my uh, oh, yeah. beer cap. Oh, on your Snapple? Yeah. Sna- yeah, Coors is doing Snapple Coor- now. Coors Snapple. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to call that a show. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Throw a comment or two on there because we'd like to hear from you. He means on iTunes, not YouTube. I'm in iTunes. I told you I am out of it today. <laughs> All right, Eric, what are you gonna tell him to do? Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes. Yep, and follow us on Twitter at Three Drink Minimum, on Instagram at Three Drink Minimum, and at Gmail at Three or No Three Drink Minimum at Gmail dot com. But yeah, if you listen, please give us some feedback. That'd be awesome. That'd be tremendous. Adios. Bye. Chris, say adios. Bye.